Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer, and I am the Clydesdale CrossFitter. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Ode, and Kat Shear, and I, we are 40-plus Masters athletes who love the sport of CrossFit. We want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news from the Open to the Sanctionals to the CrossFit Games. We also want to share our journey to get fit and healthy using the sport of CrossFit. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. We are now available on YouTube at the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends Podcast and all traditional podcast platforms. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Clydesdale CrossFitter. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. I'm Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale. We do fitness, and these two are my friends. So what's up, Kat and Amy? Hey. It has hey. been a kind of a crazy weekend, and kind Most of certainly. is a big understatement. Yeah. So that's kind of the reason we're here today. Um, we had initially planned to release uh, an interview that we had done on Monday, uh, but it was very lighthearted and a fun interview. And after the events of the weekend, it just wasn't appropriate uh, to release it at that time. And we wanted to just have a discussion about the events of the weekend um, and kind of just go through that timeline with you and our thoughts and feelings. Um, and first of all, I want to say we stand with our community, uh, full, full-hearted, um, we love our community, everybody in that community, regardless of race, creed, color, gender, sexual orientation. Uh, we are accepting of everyone. Uh, and that's what the beautiful thing of CrossFit has always been. Uh, and until this weekend, uh, that's kind of what we believed. Uh, but things came to light and things have changed rapidly. And so we will go through a quick timeline and just kind of have a discussion through that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of feelings going on. <laughs> So the, the first thing I want to say is, you know, a lot of people unaffiliated this weekend, but unaffiliation has been happening at a more rapid pace for about the last two years. And so just to kind of preview coming into the weekend, um, you know, when they made mass changes at, at CrossFit HQ uh, in 2018, laid off several people, some of our favorite media people uh, who have all landed on their feet. Uh, but there was, there was a big push as to what is CrossFit doing for us. And uh, I don't think that ever got answered other than they defended us in a lawsuit uh, to help keep our certifications and our gyms able to uh, go on as designed. Um, other than that, it was a name and it was a search on a website according to many affiliates uh, and affiliate owners. So coming into this weekend, there has been some hard feelings with HQ about all of that. Then a, a, an affiliate, a Rocket CrossFit, now Rocket Community Fitness, uh, sent or wrote a blog and sent a letter to Greg and some of the higher ups at CrossFit HQ. 
kind of pinpointing their thoughts of how HQ is not supporting them and how they might better serve them in the future. And, and I think a big part of that letter, though, was too, was kind of calling out CrossFit for not making a standard, coming out and saying something as a company um, in regards to um, the George Floyd murder and all the protest and commenting on racism and Black Lives Matter. Right. So, so it's, it's a very long letter. Um, and the beginning is, is it's divided into sections of things that they thought that CrossFit could do better. Uh, and finishing with not taking a stand on the, the racial injustice going on in the country uh, as we speak today. And so the response to that was very rude, abrupt, uh, despicable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, it was any leader in any company that would write an email like that uh, would be held to the fire. What's weird about CrossFit is there is no board of directors. There is no executive team. It is one man who owns the company. He owns 100% of the stock. And it was his response. And it was just kind of let go um, as is other than the writer of the original letter from Rocket um, posted it as the header to her blog for the world to see. And so that kind of started some conversation over the weekend as to was that appropriate or not. And that was a Friday release, I believe. Then Saturday, uh, there was a tweet, and I'm, I, I can't remember the exact organization, uh, but they, they were stating that racism is um, a social pandemic. I can't hear you, Kat. My air conditioning in the background, because that's really loud. Okay. Um, uh, a public health issue, right? Yes. Like racism is a public health issue. Correct. Um, and the response from uh, the CEO of CrossFit, Greg Glassman, was, in my opinion, a, he has no idea. I, I don't even know how to say it. Um, it was, it was despicable. It was, there was no understanding to what's going on in our country. There was no um, feeling of remorse about anything that's going on um, to take the name of a victim of a murder. So I'm going to say what it is and I'll, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. okay. Turn, I'm going to turn off my AC. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say what his tweet was. So it was, um, the Institute for Health Metrics that made, made a post and saying, you know, racism is a public health issue. And Gray Glassman replied to that tweet and said, it's Floyd-19. And the reason why I'm saying it out loud is because we have to. We can't say, be silent about something that makes us uncomfortable. That's what this whole movement is all about. And as one of my favorite leaders in this world who has passed but was mr rogers mr rogers will say if it's mentionable it's manageable so we have to say these things out loud so that we can then find progress and movement with it so he made this tweet very inappropriate that said floyd-19 in response to racism being a public health issue and there, there's no real defense to what he did there. I mean, it's just deplorable to, to use the victim of a murder 
um, as some kind of sarcastic jab at somebody. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to call it, but deplorable. Um, he then doubled down on that by defending uh, what he did on a second tweet, um, showing no remorse for the first tweet. Um, and so that took us pretty well into the weekend when everything kind of blew up. At that point, there was a phone call with 50 black affiliate owners um, with Greg Glassman to have a conversation. And in that conversation, several times he said, I have no remorse for George Floyd. He said, I do not mourn George. I do not mourn George, George Floyd. Floyd. Um, which just so shows how out of touch uh, he was. Um, and then there was an apology written. Um, I don't even know how to describe it there. It was very generic, um, did not seem very genuine. Um, it was done by tweet. Um, so no personal, he didn't do it. He didn't show his face. He didn't. It didn't, it didn't appear to be written by him either for everybody that's sort of known his style. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what took us through the, the weekend. Um, with that, many of the leaders of the community, um, affiliate owners, athletes, uh, denounced Sponsors. the words of Greg Glassman. Um, those, at this point, I, I think this morning I read there's upwards of 630 affiliates that have D are unaffiliated. Mm -hmm. um, there are several sponsors, I mean, several sponsors, the list is huge, that have removed themselves from negotiations or uh, in a relationship with CrossFit. Uh, there are several athletes uh, who, are, who denounced the words and said that they, would, they needed to see what was going to happen before they move forward with CrossFit. And five athletes uh, declined their invitation to the CrossFit Games if CrossFit is going to run it. Um, so that's where we stand today. Can I read what his apology was or the uh, HQ's apology? I, I would love if yeah. you read his apology. Okay. It says, I, CrossFit HQ and the CrossFit community will not stand for racism. I made a mistake by the words I chose yesterday. My heart is deeply saddened by the pain it has caused. It was a mistake, not racist, but a mistake. To me, I'm, I'm going to read more of it, but to me, like, that's immediately just saying, I'm sorry, but, which just negates the whole thing. And it was not appropriate. That. Um, Floyd is a hero in the black community and not just a victim. I should have been sensitive to that and wasn't. I apologize for that. I was trying to stick it to the um, I-M, or sorry, I-H-M-E underscore UW for the invalid models resulting in needless economy wrecking, life wrecking, like lockdown. And he goes on to just to say, um, and when I saw that they were announcing modeling a solution to our racial crisis, I was incredulous, angry, and overly emotional. Involving George Floyd's name in that effort was wrong. It's our hope that his murder catalyzes real change resulting in the level playing field for all 
for our black brothers and sisters. Please hear me when I say we stand by our community to fight for justice. I care about you, our community, and I'm here for you. Yeah, those just aren't the words of someone that does what he's done, right? I mean, I'm, I'm so torn, <laughs> so torn because I try not to have an emotional response. I try to somehow see his point of view. I try to think I'm not crazy about the fact that Rocket's affiliate owner published her letter and his response. I, I feel like doing that was very inflammatory and I understand that she was trying to make a point, but I feel like, I feel like that was just so incendiary to the whole situation. I mean, it was, I feel like if that hadn't happened and this tweet happened, first of all, I don't know that anyone would have noticed the tweet or, or if they had, I think it would have gone over much better. It's like this perfect storm of disrespect and tone deafness that's in between everybody's sort of on edge because of all this, you know, uncertainty about the business going forward anyway, because of the economy and everything else. I, I'm not excusing it. I don't condone it. I've put out my own statement. I, I am a 30 plus day affiliate owner. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I'm pissed. Yeah. You know, like, um, it, it's just, I don't know. I, and I, and I waver back and forth between, you know, denouncing my affiliation and keeping it around and trying to, you know, not burn the house down and see if maybe, you know, if affiliates band together, we can make some changes. I'm just confused. I'm really, I'm really at a, at a standstill as to what is the right direction to go in. And that's where I'm at. So I'm going to disagree with one part for me, just, for, yeah. I have I, to me, the, the, her, the letter, like, yeah, I, I think it was inappropriate for her to kind of share that. I understand, you know, that person was feeling angry and wanted to share um, from Rocket Fitness. But to me, that, that email, that kind of, that didn't surprise me. No, no, not at all. To me, I was much more infuriated and disgusted by his tweet. So I, I'm not sure. So I guess what I'm saying is I, I don't even know if people care as much about that email as they do mm -hmm. about this tweet. To me, the, it, the tweet is really the thing. Yeah. And that's, it's hard for me to separate because I'm in the environment where I see all the affiliate owners talking behind the scenes in multiple yeah. Facebook groups and, you know, really getting heated about this and that. So that's my perspective and that, sure. you know, yeah. To me, that seemed to be the piece that really was getting everybody's, you know, bonnet, whatever that term is, pissed off. Yeah, being a bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I um, it's it's weird because you you sent us the letter or the link to the the letter. Yeah. Uh, and I read it twice Friday night, and I, I had a lot of problems with the blog or the letter, whatever you want to call it. I think there were a lot of inaccuracies in her statements. Um, but at this time, I don't want to take away from what Greg said, which was offensive back to her. And regardless of what was in the letter should not have been done in that, in that manner. Um, and then the time with Amy, I kind of forgot about the, the blog after we kind of read it Friday night and got through our day Saturday. 
And then when it blew up Saturday night and I saw the tweet, that's when I really got pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not in those, those affiliate groups. So yeah, yeah that's the affiliate fair thing died. Uh, it was, and I hate saying this because it, this is not an excuse. Friday was Greg being Greg. Right. Right. And she was, I, in my opinion, just as incendiary as Greg was. Well, maybe because she was, she was very critical of about every aspect of, of what CrossFit was doing for them. And so it, it, initiated a response that probably was even worse and, and not appropriate. It's the tweet that really set me off. The tweet is what made me consider taking CrossFit out of our name as a podcast. And that was a tough decision. That took me 24 hours of thought uh, because this CrossFit has given me so much. Um, and to, to give up on that name when it gave me my life back. I mean, I've said this story on here. I came to CrossFit 500 pounds and I lost 200 plus pounds with CrossFit. It saved my life to then ter- have to turn my back on it because of one man really sucks. But he, like I said, he is 100% shareholder in this company. And so what I had to do in my mind is the methodology and the community are not Greg Glassman. The only thing he has control over is the name. And it wasn't the name that got me to where I'm, where I am today. It was the methodology in the community. And so with that, I, that's why I say I stand with our community, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call ourselves, I stand with them. Yeah. I, I think the only way to save the brand, if, if it were to be saved is he's got to, he has to resign. I mean, he has to leave. I, I don't think that will happen yeah. I, I, at all. But I'm just saying, I think that that would be the only way to save the name of and the brand of CrossFit. Yeah. It, it's just, it too, like, I understand what you're saying, Scott, about, you know, that it saved your life. And the crappy part of all of this is that it stood to save a lot more lives. And I just hope that whatever this brand evolves into and becomes whatever people make of it post Greg Glassman or along, you know, aside from Greg Glassman, that we can continue to do that. You know, and I think that's, you know, from some private conversations with people at, that are pretty high up at HQ, that's how they're feeling. You know, they, they have NDAs, they can't say anything. They're not going to go out and, you know, denounce what he's saying. They're in a horrible, awful, impossible position. And I completely empathize with them. Um, and I just, you know, this one person in particular told me like, it's, he's afraid that things aren't going to, you know, people aren't going to be reached on that level that they had been this whole time. And that, you know, this open system of health and wellness that has been on the internet for however many years for free for anybody, you know, that part of it is going to get lost in all this and all this noise that, that rightfully, you know, I don't want to downplay it just by calling it noise, but it's a huge distraction from the mission. But at the, at the end of the day, Greg Glassman didn't teach you how to air squat. Right. You know, he did, he wasn't the one that taught you how to do a power clean. That was your local box 
your local affiliate owner that took the time um, in that community that surrounded you. And that's, that's where I'm trying to make the, the, the separation. Yes, but those affiliate owners, those coaches were trained under CrossFit methodology and CrossFit seminar staff, as we were. And I agree. My, my hope, and, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. I want to make sure that we do this because I do want to talk about what we think the future will look like. Okay. Because um, I want to I end this on some kind of positive note. Um, but, but right now I'm mad. And, um, you know, I feel terrible for Kat. She, she became an affiliate 30 freaking days ago. The universe is totally against me. <laughs> I, I should, 2020. You should have known I better. I should for see the signs. I mean, yeah, it, it's like what I was like three days away from signing a lease before the stay-at-home orders came, and I was like, okay, never mind, I'll pivot. You know, yeah. and people are like, why would you have affiliated? And I said, well, to, so and people have asked me that. Like, I've talked to people, and they've said, well, why did you affiliate them? Like, if you if gyms weren't opening and you weren't doing that thing, why? And I said, for me, it was it was a way to show myself some progress, you know, like nothing was happening, mm -hmm. you know, gyms weren't open, but I thought, well, at least I can at least start working on the brand change and I can change the name. And that's like something so that when doors open up again and, you know, COVID leaves and comes back and leaves again, and I feel comfortable, you know, spending money on a building that I'll be all set and it'll be great. And I won't have to stress out about, you know, making sure someone didn't steal my name or I didn't get the website. Like all that stuff is, you know, takes a lot of time and effort and planning. And so I just figured like, just do it. I've been wanting to do it for so long. People are like, just do it, just do it. And I felt that way in my heart too. Like I just need to do it. And I did. And holy crap, you know, I literally had to text my graphic designer on Sunday afternoon where we are like, two weeks away from finalizing my complete branding for CrossFit Clarity. I've spent thousands of dollars with him to do this. And uh, I said, you need to stop. Like, I, whatever, whatever work we have left to do, maybe you can work on my old brand and we can you know, come up with some, some assets that I can use and things like that. Because it just doesn't make sense for me right now going out with a brand new thing to a community that doesn't know anything about CrossFit with the CrossFit name with what's going on. And, you know, yeah, it's a business decision too, right? It's not just, you know, I'm not standing on moral holy ground saying like, this is, I can't do this because, you know, I'm not a racist or because, you know, I want black lives to matter. I'm, I'm basically doing it because luckily I can do it because I barely started it. Right. I feel I actually feel for those affiliate owners that have had CrossFit in their name for a decade. Right. Like that is their identity. That is their brand. Like for me, luckily, I have another brand and I have another identity. This one hadn't really taken off yet anyway. So in that regard, I feel lucky. Um, and quite frankly, you know, I'm not using the name, but it's mine for a year. Right. So I can sit back and hope and pray and see if something happens and if somehow this all gets resolved and the brand gets resurrected. I got my name still, you know, and, and I can move forward. But right now it just feels like a big waste of money. Um, and just, yeah. And a big disappointment and sort of a step back. So I'm trying to look at the positive and just say, listen, it's fine. I'm still doing what I've been doing. And that's kind of what all affiliate owners are thinking right now. Like nothing's going to change except for our name. And for me, nothing's going to change except for that name. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm with you in some aspects because I, I just forked over $1,000 to get a level two. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to happen now. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is. I, I don't know. May not happen at the location that you're <laughs> expecting. Well, and who knows where CrossFit, CrossFit is going to be in 60 days when I'm supposed to go. Right. Like, you know, the head of training resigned, Nicole Carroll, on Sunday night. Um, we, we don't know what's going to happen of, because of all that. A lot um, of seminar I, staff have quit too. Yeah. And I can, I can let a cat out of the bag. Um, I was actually in negotiations with CrossFit about doing a documentary that is probably now not going to happen, um, which is very frustrating um, because I wanted to share my story and I wanted to help other people. Um, and so that, that really sucks for me too. But at the end of the day, I have to stand for what I believe in. And I think we, that we should be inclusive to, to everyone. And the remarks that were made are something that I cannot stand by. And that's why I made the decision this weekend to change the name of our podcast and remove the name CrossFit, uh, even at the expense of going back to my designer, getting a new logo made, uh, which I'm still waiting on and hoping to release soon. Um, but, you know, it's something that I had to do uh, because of my beliefs. Yeah. And, and I, I'm just, you know, I thank the leaders of the community because they were, some of them were very quick to act and made the decision easier. You know, the Rich Fronings, the Christy O'Connells, the uh, Matt Chans and his wife resigning from seminar staff, Julie Fouché, Nicole Carroll, you know, it was funny, Nicole Carroll resigned right at the beginning of this, but nobody really even knew about it because it never got released. It wasn't until an email leaked like two days later that people realized she resigned. Uh, Pat Sherwood denouncing CrossFit. He still works there unless there's a resignation we don't know about. Yeah. That um, one, that one, that one made an impact with me because he's, uh, you know, he's an icon there and he's in charge of CrossFit health too, which right. is, you know, separate from all of us and the games and sport and affiliates and all that. I have to say though, and I told this to Scott the other day that I am actually so proud of our community. I don't know if I've ever been more proud of our community for, for standing up and saying this, we won't tolerate this. This is not okay. Um, I, I think that, that that's awesome too. I think it's the most the community's probably been together in years. Um, but I did read a post by uh, Lucas Parker last mm, night that was, really good. that was amazing because he makes the point that denouncing the words of Glassman and standing up for Black Lives Matter and all of that right now is the easy part. Correct. It is what do we do with the next year to make things better? And I, I totally agree with that. I, I think... It's only fair to add, though, that he did say for him, this is a low risk as far as he is not a CrossFit Games athlete anymore, and he is not an affiliate owner. And so he openly said that. So, of course, this is obviously easy for me to say that. And, and I don't I don't know what I'm going to say here. I mean, well, I think he was saying that in reference to making the statement. Yes. Well, and to denouncing, yes, CrossFit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but the tough part is going to be the next year. Like, yes. what can he do 
to help the community be better in a year and not back to where we were under a new name. Uh, and I like how he called it the Nike Rogue Games. Right. Yeah. But I think that is the next part. And, and you know, I want to be a part of whatever that is. Like, I want to I wanna educate myself. I want to learn. And I want to do whatever it takes to help move our community in a good place. Because I do think there's a future for what we do. Whether we're called CrossFit or XFit or... Um, community fitness or whatever they come up with for a name. We need to come up with a good name. I don't like any of those. (laughs) I'm not going to be satisfied. I mean, I'm, I need to hear from HQ. I need to hear something else in response to. I I mean, I, I hope we do, but I don't know that. I don't think we are. Their first post in four days was a beef and broccoli recipe. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? After all that's gone down, you felt that was the appropriate post. Don't make a post at all. Right. Is, is less offensive than putting a beef and broccoli recipe up as your, your first statement after everything that's happened. With no comments available. No, no commenting. They turned commenting off. Oh. And that's one part we left out of the, uh, the, the, the timeline was that Friday night. They put a, a, a statement out after the letter and the blog um, that they wanted to have a discussion, a real discussion about race relations um, and racial insensitivity and how could CrossFit do better. And they didn't, they didn't take a stand on it. They just said, let's have a discussion about it. And then come to find out they blocked a lot of the the people in our community that are very outspoken about race relations. Yeah. Based on their responses from that. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I will tell you, I, and I've said this before about CrossFit is that they tend to put things out there, wait for a whole bunch of different reactions before put something out. That's a little bit ambiguous wait for a whole bunch of reactions and then sort of solidify what they're doing. And I'm, I'm guessing that was the same strategy there. Not correct, way too late, but it seems like they do that a lot. You know, hey, we're gonna change, we're gonna change the games. We're gonna, you know, uh, cancel regionals, but we're not gonna do the, you know, we're not gonna tell you anything about anything else. We're gonna like shut up for two months and just let Armin and Justin LaFranco and all these people just kind of talk about it. We're going to observe all these conversations, figure out where everyone's coming from, and then we'll come up with a plan. Like, I wish they would just be more overt about that and be like, listen, we want your input. We need your input. Help us discuss. And not just, you know, it, it, I don't know. It's backwards. But it's always been like that. It has. Um... I mean, I've been... I've been a level three for a year and a half now going on two years. I'm scared to death to say anything bad about CrossFit in any forum because I'm, I'm literally afraid that they're going to just yank my certification and they can do that. And it's, you know, something I worked really hard for. I'm very proud of forget about the money spent and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm afraid to speak my truth because of an organization that I'm associated with. And how crazy is that? But, it, but yet it's an association that I love. It's like the, what is it? Like baseball bat management or like this beaten 
child syndrome or something. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I feel like I, yeah, something like that, where I'm just afraid I'm going to get yanked out of, you know, that environment because I say something wrong. And, and I think a lot. Podcast. Yeah. And here I go <laughs> blabbing away. <laughs> but yeah, it's scary. Like I, I truly, truly believe that that's something that could happen. And I shouldn't feel that way. You know, yeah. you shouldn't have, I, I shouldn't be affiliated with a corporation that is going to perhaps strip something away from me because of my beliefs. I actually wanted to um, kind of end this part of the discussion with something you sent us. Um, oh, the, the leadership thing? The leadership thing. Yeah, so good. And I thought I had it. And of course. Amy I can pull it up. I don't it. have my phone. It's all the way across the room. Okay. Uh, just talk amongst yourselves while I pull it up. <laughs> Well, this is, I, of course, you know, I got lots of texts from people that um, there's a friend of mine who is studying for his level three and he reached out to me and he said like, what do I do now? You know, (laughs) is there going to be a level three to even take? Um, And he's a pretty wise guy, very well read. And he was the one that sent me this sort of analogy of great leaders and sort of what happens with corporations. So Amy, you got it? Yep. Okay. Okay, so one of the most influential books I ever read was In Search of Excellence. In it, the author talks about how getting most small businesses going requires a monomaniac with a vision to overcome all the obstacles. However, there usually comes a point where the same person becomes a liability because the very traits that helped the business climb from nothing now get in the way of its long-term change and growth. I believe we have reached that point with Glassman and CrossFit. Yeah, that's my buddy Mark Peters quote. Perfect, perfect it explanation. Is. You know, you know. I mean, when it, I was getting my MBA, we talked about those types of things. Mm-hmm. That it takes a different, a different um, personality trait to make a company take a company from ground zero to success, and then a different personality to maintain the success and grow. Yeah, different energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. That that is great. Um, so what do, you, what do you think the future looks like for the methodology for CrossFit? I, I mean, like I said in, in my, um, po- my Instagram post, I, there's a lot of smart people in this community, right? Leaders in our community that are really smart, that have lots of resources um, and know how to sort of rally. And I'm hoping that you know, those smart people that have the energy and the resources to be able to do this can come up with something new um, that sort of continues this culture in a different, you know, in a different direction or with a different, um, obviously with a different name um, and a different vision. But I, I do think that that's possible. I've seen, you know, we've seen so much uncertainty coming out of HQ in the last couple of years with the mass firings and everything else. And everybody's landed on their feet and every, even arguably in a better place. And I feel like this is kind of just another version of that, um, this mass exodus. And I think people will make it great. I really do. So the, the, you know, you have to kind of talk about it in two pieces because really CrossFit was two things. There was the professional sport of CrossFit and there was the health and the, the local day-to-day going to the gym, getting healthy fitness kind of aspect. And I think that 
like now's the time that this has happened where that kind of breaks apart and not necessarily like fully apart, but having two different kind of governing bodies because their, their agendas are different, right? One is trying to attract an audience. One is trying to attract media coverage. One is trying to uh, put on the best show you can put on. And the other one is just trying to save lives. And so my, my hope is that we have people in this community that are good at both of those things, right? You have the Matt O'Keefe's with Loud and Live. You have Rogue that can put on the show. Yeah. You know, they've been doing it for years. And then you have the people that every day in the box are doing the programming, uh, building relationships like the Bergerons, the CJ Martins, uh, the Sherwood. Rich Fronings, the Pat Sherwoods. Yes. You know, if they formed like a board of directors of those types of people to kind of, so that we can still have a website uh, for a daily workout of the day, for um, a place to go to kind of get the latest and greatest news uh, and updates like that. Um, I think it can be done. And for so long, the crazy man at HQ was almost putting up blockades and hurdles to success. Right when they were on the doorstep or the precipitous of, of success, he would do something uh, to make that go away. If you listen to Sean Woodland, the games had offers from IMG Media. They had offers from CBS. And he um, allowed all that to just walk away because he, he didn't believe in whatever they were doing. Right, or he felt like he was losing control. Correct. And so I think he's actually hurt what we were doing instead of helping. And then I think the board of directors is a good way to have a community that can discuss things as opposed to just being dictated as to what direction we're going. That's my thought. Yeah, I mean, I have hope that, you know, something better is going to come out of this. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm still hoping that there can, there's some kind of resolution, pie in the sky resolution with CrossFit. That would be, you know, I, I wish he would just stand down and move on. Again, I don't think it's going to happen, but. That's ideal for everybody. I think everybody yeah. would hope that for sure. Yeah. My fear with that is that because of some of the big names that have left, the Bergerons, the Fronings, the Spielers, um, the Kalipas, the C.J. Martins, like I think they, they may actually may be looking forward to the opportunity to not have to have that governing body. Because the more, the more time that goes by and the more time you let them think about what they can do with their opportunity now, the less chance they're going to want to go back. Well, that's true. Yeah, unless, unless the going back included them in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Like if, I don't know, Greg sells the company and if, you know, they change the structure and get all those people back on board and, you know, like, again, pie in the sky, but that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. We don't like change. Nobody likes change. 
But, Who moved my cheese? Don't change. <laughs> right. But you and I both know, Kat, you know, we've, we've been in situations where we made huge decisions based on something bad that happened to us in our professional career. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I've talked about this. We made huge decisions. And the more time that you have to think about what you want to do and how you can make it possibly work, the easier it is to leave what you had behind. Absolutely. No, you're right about that for sure. Yeah. And in that instance, you know, like in the instance of us going back to me, going back to corporate America, right. Corporate America would have to become a CrossFit gym. <laughs> right. And right. I have to, that was, that would make me go back, which again is, you know, chances of that are slim to none. Right. So that's, that's just my thought. I think like the longer this draws out and I don't think Glassman's going to come out this afternoon and say, Hey, I'm done. No, but is anyone like afraid to leave their phone for more than five minutes anymore? No. Yes, but I also know that like, you guys will get me up to date if I do. So. <laughs> I have been annoyingly buried in my phone lately. It's, yeah. it's kind of exhausting. Well, trying to find the thing you sent us, we have so many texts going back and forth over this weekend. Oh, yeah. Like it like was just have. buried. <laughs> uh, well... I think this was a good discussion. I am excited about the, I actually am excited about the future. I've had two days to think about what could it possibly be. And, you know, last year we had a games that was only streamed, not on network television. And I think that Matt O'Keefe and Rogue and Nike and Reebok or whoever else wants to jump on board can make it way better than it was last year. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really, let's just say I'm really looking forward to this weekend and seeing the Rogue Invitational on TV or on my computer Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be really fun to watch. Um, yeah. And I can't, and I can't and that's get us be, out of the drama for a weekend. Yeah. And it'll, it, you know, it'll make everyone just feel a little better. I think, you know, a little normalcy of like, okay, this is, even though it's going to be live streamed and zoomed or whatever. Um, it's just a little bit more like normal life. Well, last night I watched the Titan games. And because I, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert yeah it was very uplifting because of what happened okay um it, may, it just made me feel better about my day um and i reached out to a couple people and thanked them for their performance because it was awesome so anyway um yeah i'm excited about this weekend hey it's on the rogue iron game channel mm-hmm. uh yep. so if you guys want to check it out make sure you do that uh, Rogue is covering it. Um, I did talk to some people inside of Rogue, and they are determined, determined to keep this functional fitness thing going uh, for a very long time. I, w- I would think so. Right. right? <laughs> it benefits them to do so. Well, and you know, we've all said when we were at Rogue last year for their invitational, Th- this could it be the was game. like the games. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, so they are equipped to do it. Hey, I'm happy with that. Columbus, Ohio, bring it. Uh, But I do want to end with one other positive thing. Uh, If you listen to our podcast regularly, last week we had uh, Dave Kalina on from O2. And they made a post, I don't know if you guys saw this, where back when COVID first started, they did a order O2 and 50% of our proceeds will go to the box of your choice. Mm -hmm. So that completed, and they were writing the checks out to the the boxes. Um, 242 of the boxes said, take that money and give it to charity. Nice. We don't need it. Wow. And so O2 gave it to Steve's Club, 
a mentoring and fitness program for at-risk youth in urban areas. Awesome. Yeah, very cool. And it was over $10,000. And so I thought that was a, a really cool thing to kind of end our podcast on today. Uh, and, you know, O2 has been treating us well in the, over the last week. Uh, we were glad to have them on last week. And it's cool to see that they are giving back to our CrossFit community uh, however they can. Yeah, it's awesome. Whatever yeah, we want to call it in the future. Yeah. And I think there's more to come on that too. I think a lot of people are, you know, trying to do things. I know that um, one of the boxes that I coach at this weekend did um, a, a George Floyd Memorial type of a wad and however many minutes it took you to finish the people that did the workout pledged to donate that money in dollars. So if, you know, 47 minutes, you donate $47. And um, I think it went to a local NAACP organization. Um, and I'm going to have my shirts soon. Like Hold over on. the next couple of days. Charlie to, um, Odie's FaceTiming in. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey buddy. There's Charlie. Let me mute him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. Look, but, uh, but we've got Charlie on here. <laughs> those shirts are going to be available um, this week too. So I'll, you know, okay. set up a link for people to order. And that's going to be one of those ones where you can actually go right to Forever Fears and order it. You don't have to come through me, send me Venmo, write me a check. It'll, it'll all be done online. So that's cool. I'm excited about that. Yep. And on a very, very, very lighter note, uh, I was designing merch before the name change. Uh, and so we will, I still have all the stuff up. I just have to change the logo once I get it. Uh, so we will have merch once that's done. Awesome. So. Love merch. Speaking of merch. Move the needle. Merch. There you go. That is my nutrition company, the nutrition company that I coach for. So support Kat. Reach out to yeah, her. Find out all, what's going on. All the links below. <laughs> Charlie. Yes. Do you have anything that you want to say about what you see for the future of, of this community? <laughs> of the sport that we do? Has this been long already? Yeah. Yeah, but make it longer. It's fine. Okay. You can say it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we got your face on here. Look at that. Yep. <laughs> All right. Are we logging out? Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, you know, we're normally a lighthearted group and we like to joke around and poke fun at each other and do all those things. But, you know, some serious stuff happened this weekend and we wanted to get our opinions and thoughts out there. If you have any comments about what we said or uh, have any ideas as to ways we can make this community better in the future, we are open to getting those comments below. Um, like and subscribe the podcast and we'll, we'll keep you informed with everything we've got going on. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. Remember, you can find us on YouTube now and all major podcast platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, we're available on all those. And please hit that subscribe button on whatever you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. 
Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends.